0: This is the 77 WABC Minicast.
1: Joining us now is Brigadier General Anthony Tata, who is Undersecretary of Defense for Policy. And uh first of all, General Tata, it's great to reconnect with you, my friend. Uh, what do you think is happening there in Israel? Because they are pounding now targets in northern Gaza, uh, apparently the biggest explosions that they have seen in the last 24 hours. And they're also getting incoming. Uh, there was a hit. This was amazing. A Hamas strike hit an apartment building in Tel Aviv. Uh, where is this headed?
0: Yeah, I agree. Great to be with you. Thank you. Uh, well, first of all, I think the last couple of weeks, what we've seen is some immediate reaction uh, from the Israeli Defense Forces to reestablish the border, uh, help those that were attacked, and, and uh, sort of police up that. we We got a
1: bad uh, connection. Hold on. Are we okay in the control booth? Yeah, we're just checking the connection there, General. Sorry about that. It sounds a little, are a you little tinny. Yeah, here? could you get on your, off the speakerphone if you are, General?
0: Okay. Yeah, sure, hang on a second.
1: Okay, perfect. General, can you hear us?
0: I can. Much,
1: uh, a little bit better. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, where do you think that, are we Are we on the brink of a ground war? The this Could this be the incursion?
0: Well, I think uh, what we're seeing here is that the Israel has taken their time to develop target folders and to figure out where Hamas' leadership is in Gaza and uh, marshal their forces, get the resources set. This all takes time. This is a PhD-level problem. And and they're getting that, their uh, situation, uh, uh, situational awareness to the point where they're confident sending troops into this meat grinder. And so they've been destroying Hamas' leadership, destroying Hamas' air defense, destroying as much as they can so they can come into Gaza, establish command and control bases, establish logistics bases, and begin to move very methodically through to be able to take some terrain, eliminate the the terrorist threat, tighten their logistics, and continue to move. This is not like a Call of Duty video game. This is flesh and blood going from rubble stack to rubble stack, high-rise to high-rise, tunnel to tunnel. And it's going to be a painstaking process. And and that's what you know, everybody thinks that there was, you know, some uh, uh, United States trying to delay this event. Essentially what's happened is Israel is on Israel's timeline, and they're going to attack they're going to uh, a general, um, sure. general general can general. we
1: call you back in a different line yeah or could you yeah give us another line because it's it's breaking up a little bit and i know what you're saying is so important right now
0: yeah sure okay uh, well, okay this yep, only yep. line i got, but, uh, um, i'm happy
1: that, um, it might uh, be our line so let's change lines and yep. recall the general yep perfect and meanwhile perfect.
2: we'll talk amongst ourselves then.
1: absolutely well what i heard him say is um he's talking about the hostages guys that was the last thing john and um they are saying now there's 229 hostages, but that's the balance that Israel wants to go in. Uh, but yet they also want to make sure the hostages are OK, because that's a you try to get as many out if they can at this moment. John, it's a delicate balancing act.
2: Yeah, it's, it's a problem. And uh, uh I- you know, if I was in, in the insurance business, I wouldn't insure those 229 lives right now.
1: It's scary. You know, uh, Judge Weinberg, you know, when we were talking to General Kellogg, uh General Keith Kellogg, who is former National Security Advisor. And, and what, and he was and pretty what blunt. General
3: Kellogg said, he said, look, you can't fight a war based on the hostages. You cannot be held hostage because of the hostages. You have to do what you have
1: to do. And Kellogg is absolutely right. Yeah. And uh Governor David Patterson?
3: It, it's... Very difficult to say that, because obviously if you're a family member of one of the hostages or even if you care about human beings in general, but it actually comes down to that. And I think one of the problems in this particular conflict that's been exposed in the last three weeks is that we don't know what war is.
1: Yeah, and it's going to get a mess. Your Highness. Your Highness, I understand you
2: served in the army with the British army. And and, and in my view, if, if you're given a target Uh,
3: So every unit should be given specific targets and not go in just hell to leather and do whatever they can. So I think insertionary targets go in, get somebody out, go back in again. That sort of thing is, in my mind, the best way because built up areas are not a good place to be with a lot of people.
1: And um, your highness, you know, you you talked about also the strategics going in. What we've seen in the last, it seems like, 48 hours uh, over there is that's what the Israelis have been doing. They've been doing sort of minor ground incursion. In the last uh, 24, they're really hitting the, you know, to the top. They've been hitting as many like Hamas intel operatives and locations and, and, uh, ammunitions depots we've been hearing in the last 24 hours. Do you believe that this is sort of the, the lead up to a major ground incursion, or do you think we're going to see sort of this back and forth as you're talking about?
3: I don't know because I have no idea which way they're thinking about it, but I, I would err them on, on, on their judgments to, on how much blowing up they're doing because it's not going to give them any favor with the local population and the international population. So I'd be much more inclined to go for specific short in-strikes as opposed to the mass bombing. Yeah,
1: very difficult. Very difficult. Very difficult. Very difficult, difficult, yeah. And and also that apparently, as we were talking, um, Judge Weinberg, too, the the tough issue is, too, is that there's a hospital. This is one example. There's a a huge hospital there in Gaza. Well, the Hamas infrastructure is right apparently below the hospital. You have
3: 4,000 employees of the hospital you have 1500 patients you have the terrorists located both above ground in the hospital and below ground in the tunnels they do it deliberately they win the war they think by creating death of their own people for public relations skim
1: is the general back on well i think we're going to try him real quick uh general tata i understand you're back with us
0: Yeah, I hope so.
1: Yep, it sounds much better. It's much better. Yep, much better. Sorry. So take it from here. Where do you think we are? Do you think we're on the verge of what could be a mass ground incursion, or do you think it's going to be a little bit of the back and forth leading up to this moment?
0: I think uh, Israel is very methodically attempting to eliminate Hamas leadership, uh, their air defense, their weapon stores, uh, so that uh, the IDF can come in uh, in a very methodical way, and, and sees key rail junctions, road junctions, transportation hubs, uh, uh, the uh, block tunnels, because every every half a mile they move, they'll have tunnels behind them and beneath them, and they're going to have to protect 360 degrees and so they want to do this in a very methodical way so that they're not just throwing their troops into the meat grinder here and that's what i believe is you know people say taking so long this is not call a duty video game this is real flesh and blood these are decision makers trying to figure out the best way what intelligence that they can lay in uh layer into this with human intelligence imagery intelligence signals intelligence all of that uh, then helps them identify what's called intelligence preparation of the battlefield. Where are we? Where do we need to go? Where is the enemy the, the strongest? Where are they the weakest? Where are the command and control nodes? And all of this builds into a battlefield geometry that then you develop plans to be able to attack and and uh, seize the advantage. Now uh, this is a really tough situation when you have rubble, you have high rises, you you have tunnels. And, and you're fighting a three- or four-dimensional battlefield. Uh, meanwhile, you have to hold some forces in the north against Uh, Hezbollah. uh You've got to worry about Syria. Uh, you even have to – the far threats of Iran and potentially Turkey, and that's where the United States comes in, where we could be sending a much stronger message to Iran – to be able to uh, uh, distance, the, uh, separate Iran from this equation, and uh, but you know, I feel I feel like uh, given this uh, the appeasement strategy that the Biden administration has been taking with respect to Iran, uh, and and quite frankly, their equivocation on Hamas. Uh, remember, the Secretary of State and State Department sent out some tweets, hey, you know, both sides, you know, that kind of thing, and uh, so. Yesterday was a sea change in this administration's uh, at least messaging on Hamas and messaging on Iran. Prior to yesterday, they were uh, soft on Hamas and not mentioning Iran. Uh, so they must have done uh, a poll or something that told them that they're losing support, because I, I believe that's what fuels this president and this administration. The, the, um, world, is, the
2: world is mad at them uh, that for doing nothing and allowing our troops, to, allowing yeah, but, you know, our but, troops uh, to get uh, but, attacked but, without reaction.
0: Yeah, but but uh, at the end of the day, this president is craven. He cares about power. He par- cares about aggrandizing himself, and and, and may- he has to maintain political power to do that. Uh, uh, you can't convince me, as someone who served in the uniform for thirty years, that this president actually uh, really cares deeply about um, you know our men and women in uniform. What he cares about is the reaction of the people. Uh, to the men and women in uniform being uh, hurt, and so they 've got to shore this up, and so you saw yeah. a sea change they were lying to us about Iran, right they knew this they knew they knew that I'm, iran i'm, changed I'm, iran. I'm, I'm
2: worried i 'm worried our own people are lying to us uh, Judge Weinberg, we have time for one last question, thirty seconds before we have to take a break, General Last night, I was listening uh,
3: on television I saw you I saw the whole discussion about. The U.S. government trying to take the position this was a distinct attack and retaliation against our bases. It had nothing to do with the Hamas-Israeli war. How naive is that, General? We're really fighting <laughs> Iran.
0: Yeah, we are fighting Iran, and Iran's fighting us. We know that. And and for whatever this fetish that uh, the Biden administration has with Iran, this infatuation, uh, giving them six billion, a billion per hostage, you think you think that Hamas is just going to? you know hand over all these hostages and and not use them in a psychological warfare manner no so we are fighting iran and and the question is how do you uh, you walked us into this trap Biden administration how do you walk us out without getting into a world war exactly it's the appeasement the, the appeasement strategy is what led us here they were wrong about afghanistan they were wrong about uh ukraine russia remember they offered a zelinski a ride out on the eve of the invasion and and they were wrong about this and they're you know what the fourth thing they're wrong about is the border that hasn't come home to roost yet
1: yeah it is a mess it really is well general anthony tata we thank you so much uh your new book by the way appropriately a uh, time total empire uh check it out uh because you write such terrific books and we just appreciate you with your military background general thank you thank you general